You are listening to the Game Changing Podcast with Ashley Simcock. Hello and welcome to the Game Changing Podcast. My name is Ashley Simcock. So I'm delighted to be joined by my coach and mentor. She's live from Malaga today. It's Ruth Simmons. Hello, Ruth. Hey, dude. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. So, yeah, how is your day going? How is Malaga today? Malaga's actually pretty cloudy today. <laughs> it's completely opposite to what it normally is. Um, but my day's been delightful. Uh, done some jamming, done some dancing, uh, connecting with some people. It's all good. Yeah. Great. So we just had Christmas and New Year. What did that look like for you? Christmas and New Year. Obviously, it was the first time you've been away from home in New Year. Sort of yeah. anything exciting come up? Honestly, it just felt good to kind of what I found in the UK is that I, I kind of put the brakes on who I'm being in my business. Whereas here, it's been like a continuation. So my habits have continued. I haven't like eaten so much food where I've gone to a coma and I feel really rubbish about myself. I've just maintained kind of uh, the habits that I had before, which has been the main difference. Spend it in the sea. When in the sea, it's freezing cold. Play frisbee on the beach. It was epic. It was it was delightful. Of course, I miss my family, but um, yeah, it was great here. It was nice to have a change. Yeah, I'm guessing. Did it feel a little bit weird on Christmas Day, like when you woke up? Not to be surrounded by your friends and family and your loved ones and not running around and seeing it's cold outside and seeing it snowing outside. And yeah, what did that feel like just to literally go on the beach on a Christmas day? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a little bit weird, but I've really created like a Malaga family here. I call them my chosen family where, um, yeah, we're just really good friends and we're obviously like similar minded um, we've built a very strong connection between us. So, like, I spent it with them and waking up <laughs> Christmas Day, sunrise, going on the beach, meditating, moving, then running in the sea is not a shit way to start Christmas Day. So, it was just different. It was yeah. just different. Of course, it was a little bit weird, but no, I still had a delightful time. It was really great. 2020, a brand new decade. So, yeah, if you'd like to tell the listeners, a little bit, a little bit about Ruth Simmons, um, sort of what you sort of where you sort of started, and try and go back as far as you can remember, and um, and sort of give a bit of a nutshell on what your journey's been like and what you're up to now. Of course, of course. So for me, it really started. Who I am as a person is definitely like a lover of dance, and that's exactly what I did in regards to my education. I was a dancer. Um, I actually have nothing uh, qualification-wise above a GCSE that isn't in dance. So I did dance at college, I did dance at uni, and then I trained to be a second school dance teacher. I thought it was a done deal, like that was my life, that was my career, because it's fantastic. And then during my PUCE year, which isn't a coincidence, I was my most stressed, I was my most emotionally numbed out, and my most broken I would say I got back injury and I had two prolapsed discs and initially I, I got it in the February and initially I just powered on through through the pain even though some mornings I wanted to faint with the pain I just carried on going yeah. uh, it got a little bit better and then in the summer I went to a TC dance at a camp in America and I really mucked up by lifting a heavy bench 
And so then I was bed bound for six months. I couldn't move. I was in excruciating pain 24 seven. I had to like learn to walk again. Um, my life was pretty much physio. So I had to go on benefits because I couldn't work physically either. I had to move with my parents. My parents had to look after me. And from there, I just literally built my physical body back up again. And Pilates was my rehab. Uh, they wanted to operate, do an operation on me. The doctors did, but I didn't let them because I didn't want anything going into my muscles. And so I just got myself better through movement and strengthening. Yeah. And it took about two years altogether for me to have, like, to be able to kind of be mobile and have a so-called normal life. And by then I trained as a, um, as a Pilates instructor and started a business. And then I had a Pilates business for three three and a half years which was very successful in that I learned how to do marketing how to do business and I got introduced to mindset and self-development and then I realized that that was the thing that actually gives people the most impact like that's the thing that changes people's lives is what they think of themselves and their relationship to themselves and so then I decided to train as a coach and I let go of my Pilates business just over a year ago and now I'm full-time online coach cool that's and obviously it brings a lot of stuff up when you sort of even know yeah it was it's like six years ago this happened when, when they, my back injury yeah back injury was literally six years ago yeah, yeah it was 2013 2014 where it happened so 2019 now it's so what 2020 so but even though it, even though it's still five years you still still have a, it still brings it up currently you're in malaga yeah you do hangs you do uh, one-to-one yes. coaching you don't yeah. do lots of other cool stuff. Just give a bit of summary about sort of like how you help people and who you help. Okay, cool. So as you said, like I, I do online coaching. I do one-to-one mentoring. Uh, yeah, what I've really realized this year is the power of actually getting people in my space hmm. and getting people to experience more of life. Because when you experience more of life, you experience more of yourself. So um, I basically help business owners connect their innate creative genius and what i mean by that is like your soul it's who you naturally are and what you were born onto this world with so what we do as humans we create all this um these stories that we've learned from when we were growing up of who we how we should be basically what's right and wrong um and we just get conditioned and as we grow up we learn that our being like this is bad so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna act right from that place or um we believe the fear in our mind because that feels really real because no one's told us that it's not real uh we compare and judge and from that we then get to a point where we've completely forgotten who we are at a core level and then we try and build a business and it's all coming from this place of fear it comes from this place of comparison it comes from this place of um not really knowing what to do and feeling really uncertain because it's such a step of growth and so it brings all your shit to the surface basically and this is why it's such a scary thing for a lot of people so what i do is help people understand who they are um, and understand what fear is what anger is what shame is and why that's affecting the results that they have in their business right now and then i get them to reconnect that person inside of them like their soul their what they're naturally good at their intuition and i help them basically create their life and their business from that place so it's for people that basically feel really stuck 
feel really confused, don't really know what to do. Um, and I do that through, like I said, experiences. So um, getting them out of their environment, just connecting from what is so-called normal to them, uh, because that is giving them a lot of feedback into who they are and they're believing that. And then what I do is I connect them uh, to their soul in ways that is led by them, but also I know getting in nature is very powerful and grounding people is very mm. powerful. So I get people to go into the mountains. We do quite challenging stuff. So I purposely put challenging things in the hangs with me. So that's another word, but basically the hangs are on my retreats. Um, and I get people to do challenging stuff like climb mountains in a certain way. Um, in February, we're going paragliding. Uh, so stuff that brings up um, like potentially fear and self-doubt and it gives people an awareness of how they actually approach life and what is there for them to build a relationship with that so that they know who they can be and take certain action to move themselves forward rather than believe it and keep themselves stuck yeah. so it's all about growth it's all about knowing who you are um and when you understand that and when you really know who you are you are invincible in life and business like you yeah. can do anything you can create anything um and i just really think it's the most powerful experience that you can practice and live it rather than sit and write about it which is great but you're not practicing implementing taking the action and that's where people fall back and that's one of the reasons why i'm such a fan of experiences have you got an example that you can share with us that where you've because obviously you just got into the mindset sort of um soul um yeah yeah connecting with your soul and last how long how long would you say how long would you mm. say you've been connected track connecting your soul the what when i've i've really kind of been aware and known what it is and been teaching it it's probably been about seven or eight months okay so before that so before you're aware of like the soul and what how it makes how it sort of how well how life depends on it right yep. what, have you sort of got any, any experience of what you can share of like where you've been needy and like how you push things away um yeah so just to clarify it's been seven or eight months that i've been teaching about the soul it's been about um two two and a half years where i've known about the mindset and mind i yeah. they're different things yeah uh so before that yeah, I used to do it with guys all the time. But all the time, it's, it's stuff like <coughs> the classic in the modern age is like checking to see if people read your WhatsApp, see if the blue ticks are done, and then be like, what the fuck is New York Times? Yeah. Or watching people watch your stories. It's that sort of thing. So I used to do like the equivalent of that when I was, you know, when I was like younger. Um, mm. But um, oh, um, I maybe won't go into that, <laughs> that now. Um, but yeah, I definitely used to do it around guys. I definitely used to do it around guys. And around and actually friends. I used to just really need people to like me. That's what I was needy about. So I used to compromise who I was and people please like anything because I was like, I want you to like me. So I will become anything for you to be able to approve of me. Yeah. So would you say that I'm looking at now is like completely different to like two and a half years ago? Yeah. So just describe... The roof of pre soul soul and to what you are now what do you think like, the biggest difference okay. 
Um, oh my goodness. So I was so reliant on like people liking me for my happiness. Does that I only felt good if people approved of me? Um, and because I was unaware of my emotions and unaware of how I worked as a human, um, I binge it a lot. I was, I was depressed. I suffered with depression. Um, I had to even take time off uni because of that. Um, and when I'm talking about binge eating, I'm talking about like extreme popcorn, chocolate, biscuits, crisps, all in one sitting. And actually sometimes I used to make myself throw up as well afterwards. Like I was completely lost. I hated myself. I looked in the mirror and I was just like, I, I like, I hated it. Um, I had so little self-worth. I had so little confidence in who I was. I just didn't think I deserved anything. Um, and how did that affect you in your Pilates business? Do you feel not, not being connected to your soul? What sort of, um, have you any stories of like? I'm, I'm definitely talking about pre-back injury. So back injury was my turning point. Right. So when I went into my Pilates business, I went straight into the mindset stuff. So I was aware of it a little right. bit more. Um, I would say that in the Pilates business, I wasn't fully connecting to my soul mm. um, because I wasn't tuning into who I was, who I was before my back injury, as in like my childlike nature is something that I'm, it, it, that's something that's very part of me. I play a lot. I muck around a lot. I banter a lot. Um, and I just w went very serious post back injury because I was just consumed by fear fear of the pain that I had I met my partner when I was in my back injury as well and so I attracted a very serious man because that's what I needed into my experience um so I felt like I was pretty much suffocated yeah I was just like a dampened down version of myself but it all stemmed from my back injury it all stemmed from yeah. not having dance in my life um what, and what, it meant, your, what would you say like your business decisions look like not being connected to your soul they weren't mine i was playing by someone else's rules right. so i uh literally uh, i joined a marketing program that's okay. one of the reasons why it was so successful because i, I learned how to do business mm. but it was like they were like do it like this so i was like okay i didn't question it i just went and did it so i was doing things that like oh i really hate this but i'm gonna do it anyway and it just was completely against what I wanted um, and who I am and what I believe to be true. So I like externally, I've got results. I've got very, very good results in my Pilates business really, really quickly. It was very instant gratification. It's what everyone's like searching for. But like I felt disconnected from it. It mm. felt a little bit empty. I love my clients. My clients were incredible. But even um, there was a part in my Pilates business where basically I began to clock on to like, I can actually choose how I want to do business and that my, my thoughts and opinions actually matter because I just think that mine don't in comparison to everyone else um, at that point in my time, at that point in time. And I remember the one change that was really significant for me was someone saying to me, you know, you don't have to handle objections. Because I was taught that if someone was to say, oh, I can't afford it, I'd be like, okay, well, let's break down your cost then. Why can't you afford it? Do you know that it's because you're not prioritizing your health and all this sort of shit and like trying to 
basically persuade them mm. to be able to give me money and it just felt shit mm. like it really felt it felt like I, um i was just regurgitating someone else's rules and someone else's language um i hated it and so i remember someone saying you know you don't have to do that and i was like okay i won't then and like the type of client that i then began to attract was completely different because i always used to attract flakers people that would sign up and then they'd cancel or they'd say yes and then go home and speak to their partner about it and then they'd be like actually no and i remember this one time i did some marketing in january i remember i got like nearly 200 leads 200 inquiries i got like 68 people into my free taster session of my pilates uh, 13 people signed up so at the time that was like nearly 600 quid a month so it was a significant amount of money but then only three ended up following through and it was because I was going from a place of like this needing desperation is the neediness that we're talking about to the money and all that sort of stuff and I just repelled them because I was like doing all these little fucking business terms that apparently like get people to sign up and like fix them into a contract so they can't escape and all this bullshit and um when i stopped doing that i just had people that just signed up and followed through and were like year-long clients like it was just a completely different time and then you do say like this sort of shit it doesn't mean to say that because there's obviously a lot of these programs around especially yeah Mm -hmm. they see my facebook all the time these sort of get rich quick sort of programs and yeah six figure join the six figure club and you see all yeah. these videos popping on these it doesn't mean to doesn't mean to say uh, i guess that these problems don't work it's just like really to, are you, to ask yourself are you really connected to what you're being told to do because early this year um i had a similar sort of story where i i joined a program um i did a free trial i ran a free trial ad on facebook i got uh, in two months, I got 125 leads, uh, maybe like 25, 30 people turned up for the free trial. I think I got three or four people who signed up. Because like you said, like, because I was just trying, I was trying to follow a system. I was trying to follow scripts. Um, I was basically regurgitating what um, someone had told me to say, because I thought that's what you had to do. Um, mm. And that's when I started, um, I, I, so I had that coach and that was more like uh, modules where I just followed it online and then I reached out to another coach um, and then but again that didn't feel great either it just felt like I was regurgitating what they were telling me to do and then I think it was in, was it in May it was about May time that um, yeah I've been following this woman called Ruth Simmons on Facebook and yeah <laughs> she, <laughs> she was talking about but so yeah, that, that's and we've been on a, um, a journey for the last six months where we've practiced what you've been, been talking about, like not not just doing something because someone else told us to, to do. It's like really sort of um, paying attention to um, you know what we want to do and just learning. It's not, life isn't about business; it's about other stuff as well, uh, and, and having a life outside of that um, to sort of fill yourself. Um, and yeah, well, we can talk about that a bit later on, but I just wanted to draw your attention back as it is a game changing podcast. Um, you have a couple of, um, um, game changing moments. I think you spoke about a couple of them with your back injury and sort of realizing 
about your sort of um, your mind controls everything we do. There was another game changing moment was when one of your game changing moments was when you um, split up with your ex and how that changed yeah. the game for you. Can I just give a bit of background on that and how it started and. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it honestly, it wasn't like the actual breakup. It was um, the fear around what would happen if we were to split. And for me, what I'm most proud of and why it was so significant for me was the fact that I was so comfortable. Like, he is such an amazing guy. He was perfect in every way. Like, if you write it on paper, he's, he's kind, compassionate, loving all this sort of stuff like he was he was great but just something didn't feel right everyone thought we were like the perfect couple that we like would just get the marriage the house the kids blah blah it's all like set in stone and so it was baffling to me when I began to get the little nudge that like mm -mm, this isn't right and it was really really painful I remember like I the first time I got a hint of it was when we were in Canada, actually we were traveling around Canada, and he had mentioned, the first time ever he mentioned the fact that like his mate had asked him about having a ring or something like that. And he actually asked me, he was like, oh, what would you say if I proposed? And I was like, yes, but my body just went heavy and I couldn't look him in the eye when I said it. And that was my first indication, but it was so like out of the blue that I was like, I'm just gonna ignore that. So that was the universe's way of being like, okay, this isn't right. That was my first like hit of it. And then the, the, the not feeling goodness kind of just kept coming back. And it was a year of us having very open, honest conversations about whether we get to be with each other. Um, and that's the thing, there was no reason to break up like we still loved each other other than something just isn't right and like, we want different things from life and that's why it was such a game-changing moment for me because it could have been so easy to stay with him and build my life with him it would have been like so comfortable um and actually when I made the decision well we both made the decision to split I had to move in with my parents for a bit um it was literally like someone had pulled the plug on all the awareness that I've been blocking and I've just been pounded with it ever since of like this is how you grow this is how you grow this is how you grow and it's just it's not a coincidence that this has been my biggest growth year that I've ever had like obviously I've moved country um and yeah having hangs and stuff like that and uh, having a fully online business it's it's absolutely incredible but I was uh, reflecting um, on the past year and what I'm most proud of is who I am like that people please is fucking gone like I know me I know my values I know my boundaries I've stepped into who I know I get to be to be able to create the life and business that I want every single day I'm more and more sure of myself and I feel I know how to access that security security that safety within me I know how to trust I know what it's like to follow my soul I know what it's like to not follow but like just how much I've grown as a human being that's been the best thing and I, that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't broken up with my partner I wouldn't have been able to see it because in that point I would have done anything to please him I would have done anything to make us work and as soon as you take that away you actually are left with like okay who the fuck am I I didn't even know how to make a decision because I was so used to only basing my decisions based on him and those around me and so like even something as simple as like oh what do you want to, to eat I was like, oh, having to make my own decision of like what to cook myself for dinner. 
it was uh, like I had to build myself back up again. But it's the best thing I've, I could have ever done. Yeah. So in terms of values, um, you say that um, your ex didn't really align with your values. Um, yeah. So why, why do you think it's important just in life, business and relationships to sort of really stick to them values? Um, first of all, you've got to choose them, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And they're going to be different to different people mm. um, because we're all unique. Um, and everyone's going to have their own unique interpretation of them as well. But for me, they just give me a little bit of guidepost of who I want to be. Like if a situation arises mm. and I know my values, it, I won't be like mulling over it for ages because I'll be like, does that fit into my values? No, okay, thank you, next. Does that make sense? It's like, nope, I'll just leave that and, and move on to something that is. It kind of helps you make decisions a little bit quicker. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, and for me, it's also like, if you look at people that you admire, that you're really inspired by, they all have fucking values and they all stick to them like glue. And it's like, there isn't a coincidence. Like, I feel you'd be very stupid to not look at people that have come before you, like the greats of this earth, and think that, oh, there isn't something that they all do that you can't do. So if you go against them, like they all have values is what I'm saying. They all have values. Mm. And that's like a trait of successful people. So for me, it's like there is an element of you get to base certain things, certain traits on the people that have gone before you. So you can step into that. Mm. Does that make sense? Does that answer your question? I went a bit of a tangent. Oh, no, I'm used to it. Don't worry. I just shut up and let you talk. It's fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it, it just for me, it's like, when I started my business, when I started my boot camp, I'd sort of, I'd, I'd come from that place of desperation and I'd, I'd sort of let into the, my business people who weren't really aligned with my values because I didn't know what they were. Mm, um, exactly. And, and if you don't know what they are, then you, that will happen. So yep. if, if anyone, that could be a task for anyone who's listening to this, maybe spend a bit of time, just get a pen and paper or whatever, just like write down, like, what are your values? What, you know... For me, my values, um, it's like reliability, it's trust, it's openness, it's transparency. It's really, I've just said that on that. Um, it's being honest, it's being it's having a sense of humor um, and friendly. Um, and yeah, they're, they're my sort of, would say, key, probably more, but off the top of my head. So, but everyone's different. So your, your values might be different. But um, until you know them, yeah, you, you're just going to let people into your life that you know are not are not going to serve you, um, and yeah, you're going to come yeah. back from that place of desperation, and people are just going to come in and out and in and out because it's just we're just not all aligned. We're all aligned in different ways. That's, yeah. that's where we are. Yeah. Cool. So, so I've got a few questions. So, what would you say is your biggest fear? That I just didn't make the most out of life. So that you're you're imagining yourself a little bit older. In your yeah. Life. Yeah. That, um, yeah. That I just didn't. That I just took this for fucking granted. 
Yeah. Um, and I just like slept through life. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. So how how do you overcome this um, fear? I commit to growing every day. Doing. Um, reading, exercise, pushing myself back, like to the edge of my comfort zone, no matter what that is. Um, it's just more have. It's more. It's not really doing stuff. It's your approach to the things that you do. Hmm. That's how you grow. Does that make? Does that make sense? Oh, we could go into. We could. We could literally talk about all the stuff we t- you just said for like hours and hours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll have to say that for another episode. Um, but um, I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. Um, it's been absolutely delightful to catch up with you today. Thank you so, for having me. Yeah, it's been. Uh, we'll have to do another. We'll have to do a part two because there's uh, lots of um, branches that we could go down. Um, what was, but we could literally speak all day. But I know you got. Um, we've got a call coming up now. So, if anyone would like to connect with you, if anyone would like, to, um, like some help on how to connect that to their soul, how would they connect with you? What's your channel? What channels you on? What's your handle? I am on Facebook predominantly, and on my Facebook profile, uh, type in Ruth Simmons, and uh, I'll send you a link to um, to it there as well. On Instagram, I'm Ruth underscore with soul, um, but I predominantly hang out on Facebook. I prefer Facebook. Yeah, yeah. like to drop me a message. I'm, any email I'm, address? I answer all my messages. Have you got an email address you'd like to share? Uh, Ruth at RuthSimmons.com if you want to contact me via email, but honestly, the best way is Facebook. There we go. Ruth at RuthSimmons.com. Facebook, Ruth Simmons. Or Instagram, Ruth with Soul. Yep. And then my website is RuthSimmons.co.uk. Um, so you can obviously contact me through that as well. Delightful. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's a wrap for the Game Changing Podcast for today. If you've got some value out of this um, podcast, please share it with your um, friends and family. If you have any comments, drop me a message. And yeah, it's been, a, it's been an insightful afternoon with Ruth Simmons. So it's goodbye from Ashley Simcock and it's goodbye from Ruth. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>